This is what we are called. The, we are the, the new, new ones. Her, the other one talking. <laughs> and, and me. Yeah, and you. <laughs> who who are you? I'm Maria. Okay. Hello. Hi Maria. And uh man. This is how all my interviews for jobs go. That's who I am. <laughs> it feels like an interview. It's like I know. What are your qualifications for a podcast? <laughs> what are your strengths and weaknesses? Go. <laughs> right now put them down well i am obviously one of the co-hosts yeah friends with melanie for years now and i am a designer and calligrapher and as well as a green witch so i like how you're drop like that, drop that bomb. I, <laughs> I love that oh my god that made me laugh so much you're like i'm a designer and also a green witch <laughs> Oh my gosh! You gotta own it. You really right? do. You, gotta own you it. really do. Okay. And my now. parents are not happy with it. By the way, are they like struggling? My mom is a little more encouraging than my dad is. Um, my dad, he's a huge ass fan of your art. So when I showed him your cover art, he's like, "That's beautiful." And then I showed him the version with, like, the typography. We're recording, by the way. Doing. I I figured. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, how much do you want to reveal right now? Because we are currently recording. <laughs> and he was like, the new witches, the new witches, the new witches. <laughs> like all these different intonations. He's like, what is this? What's going on? And yeah. Um, you know, so another thing about myself come from like a Latino Catholic family. And uh, I feel like Mesoamerican Latino cultures are so much more like in tune or like more accepting of like curanderas and thing like witchy stuff yeah right um but i am a, a caribbean latina and maybe it's just particularly like my family they're just kind of <gasps> witch yeah <laughs> so it's been fun slash frustrating um convincing them that no i do not worship satan thank you very much it's interesting like how they go to that right away right like I think I posted something yes yesterday the day before about how you can like witchcraft is not a religion <laughs> it's not it's just it's a way not. of it's a way of uh of living it can be it can be well it, depending sure. on you know if you're a Wiccan Wiccan right. is a real you need to separate the two though because witchcraft and Wicca are there very different things and you can have a religion and still practice witchcraft and and hopefully you know in later episodes, we can really talk about that and like dive like deeper into that discussion. But it just kind of yeah. sucks that like when you say like, oh, I'm a witch, like people immediately like go gravitate towards like the evil. And it's like, well, <laughs> it really just depends <laughs> on what like what you're practicing. Well, it's so funny because I was doing notes for, you know, one of our upcoming episodes and me covering all the different kinds of witches and, you know, obviously the history of the witch coming up in all this research and just a lot of it, just this paranoia put on by like early Christianity against 
you know, witchcraft. And sure, there are some people who use black magic and that can be scary. Um, but just, I think what's cool about modern times now um, is how more and more people are embracing, you know, I think the various facets of being a witch and helping to dispel that paranoia. Yeah, I'm hoping that like this podcast will be like one of those things. Like that's my hope is that, you know, because I know that there's there's a ton of different podcasts out there right now that are like witchy oriented. But like one thing that I really want to address is just how like witchcraft is not a religion. It's not anything evil. It's it. We're not practicing evil things. I mean, there are there are some darker aspects, like, for example, like I'm (laughs) I'm a gray witch. And a lot of people have this idea that uh, you know, if you're a gray witch, you're practicing evil or dark magic. And it's like, mm, it, it, it varies. And it depends on like, you know, what you're following and what you're going along with. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just hoping that like throughout this journey with you, we can like kind of shine a light on it. That makes sense. Totally. What's really cool, I think about witchcraft, it's like this, it's a journey of self-empowerment and self-discovery. And it's always ongoing. And I think really anything in life is like that. Um, But there's a lot of people out there that I know are really interested, kind of like me when I was first starting out. And um, I wish that I had like more resources referred to as far as other people going through their journey as a witch, you know, in their, just in their life. um, Their path. In their path. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of witches will ask you that like, oh, like what's your, what's your path? And like, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what do you mean my path? And they were like, well, what path are you taking like as a witch? And I was like, you know, quickly Googling it, like, what does this mean? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I came up to the, this, the eclectic witch because that kind of, you know, really like, uh, felt like me. Oh, by the way, my name is Melanie. (laughs) yeah (laughs) let me introduce myself really great start we're like 10 minutes in I know I'm sorry anyways my name is Melanie uh and I like I said previously I'm a gray gray witch but before I figured out that I was a gray witch I really thought that I was an eclectic witch because it it like uh resonated with me but um the deeper I got into my craft and my practice I realized that like I don't just I'm not just interested in white magic I'm not just interested in like doing um that kind of uh, spell work I was more interested in like sort of more of the dark uh, elements and I'll get into that another day <laughs> but uh, it kind of made me realize that like I'm I'm not just uh, an eclectic witch I'm definitely more of a gray witch so yeah yeah and that's awesome for you to like have gone through that like I love that story that you initially thought you were you know one type and then coming into your own and then who knows like in 15 20 years maybe it's something different yeah you're focusing on it's it's really whatever like your I think whatever your um life calls for right just like anything I think it's like everything people and situations just are continually evolving yeah and I think it's the same thing with like um you know people go through that and why can't witches also go through that like why can't you also have like a learning curve where you might think that you're one thing and then you realize later on down down your path that you're another mm-hmm. and I think that's like something very um that's something that we should shed light on too with this podcast is just like it's okay to like not know what kind of a witch you are right away 
it's okay to not have that knowledge right away. It's okay to, to kind of um, go through that learning period and that learning curve. So uh, yeah. sorry to like bring us back to, to topic, but um, so, so how do we know each other? Right. Um, how do we know each other? <laughs> um, wow. We were actually going through memory lane just a few days ago. I know. Uh, Melanie and I. Well, it was kind of crazy. It was like the most random connection because um, one of my best friends, Marie, shout out Marie. Uh, she was um, interning at this like print shop or something. And one of her coworkers was your my ex boyfriend my yeah, ex boyfriend. <laughs> her her ex <laughs> <laughs> he's the father of my child um yeah we love yeah, aaron we do we love hi, aaron. aaron hi aaron <laughs> um yeah and uh i think aaron like approached marie it's like oh you know um my girlfriend's not from around here uh we both now currently live in northern california for right. context so and you guys were in so socal mm-hmm SoCal. SoCal. <laughs> SoCal. Um, and he's like, yeah, like, I'd love for her to connect with other local ladies. Like, I'm making him sound like a pimp. I know it does kind of sound that way. <laughs> but I was lonely. He was like, get her out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and we all met up for a hike. And that was the very first time that I'd ever met you. We just, like, all met up. It was uh, that trail behind Dominican University. We yeah. Met. Yeah. Hiked up. Yeah, I don't think like we really connected just like on a on a French. I mean, we. I thought I liked, you were so pretty. Oh my gosh, I thought you were like. <laughs> I think I've talked to you about this, like how intimidated I was by you, and and how. Uh, I think it was like the second time we actually got to hang out, where I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to really like interact with you and and get you to like me, and I was I just that was my goal because I was like, she hates me, and I don't want her to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I never hated you. You always fed me beer and wine. I know. Well, same. <laughs> I feel like we do that. That's our. That's our. Uh, our relationship. Yeah, I have wine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like we like connected because, um, I mean, not just I. I think our personalities really like vibe and gel, but also we just had these past experiences with the paranormal. We started talking. We're like, oh my god, finally somebody who is like into the stuff and actually has experienced I know it. that's exactly what I felt like I remember like sitting on um on the couch like so many times in our friendships just sitting on the couch and talking about like these endless experiences that we've had or like you know um spiritual situations and like I I never really considered myself spiritual but like now that I've like I've taken on this identity of being a witch I feel like okay that's what spirituality means that's what that's what I mean by that, you know, like, OK, this is this is what it is. And uh, I remember you telling me about like your grandma. Well, my grandma has had a lot of stories, like a lot of experiences. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, she, we uh, are pretty sure that so I've like. Experienced uh, ghosts and spirits and some other darker shit. I'm pretty sure I had like a demon haunting me at some point in high school. Um, we'll get to that later, <laughs> but yeah, my, um, grandma and then my dad and then me and pretty much everyone with like the Lebanese gene that I know has had like insane, insane experiences. So we feel like it's kind of like this hereditary 
gift of being able to sense spirits and other entities. But yeah, my grandma, ever since she was a little girl, she's seen spirits and she was particularly really close. I think her very first experience, she was really close to her grandmother. So my great, great grandmother. And, um, she always said that my great grandmother, great, great grandmother would like caress her face in a certain way. And that when she would be sleeping, she would wake up to the feel, the same feel of that after her grandmother passed. And she thought that she just missed her great grandmother or her grandmother. Oh my God. I can't even <laughs> with all the grandmothers, but <laughs> <laughs> so many grandmas. Well, there was one night basically she was um, sleeping in the same room as her sister and she saw her grandmother standing in the doorway just like looking at her lovingly and then she's like oh my god my sister's here like I can wake her up and see if like am I crazy or something and so she you know turns to try to wake up her sister but her, her sister's already awake and she's like I see her too oh my gosh yeah that's crazy I don't know what I would yeah. do like I've, I've actually thought about that like I'm I've had experiences, but I've never actually, I've never seen a spirit. I've never seen like a spirit before. I've had, I've definitely had like experiences and I, I've seen things, but I've never seen like a full blown ghost. <laughs> so I can't imagine what that would, would be like. I, I honestly like me neither as far as seeing like, like their uh... apparition like their apparition. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, if I ever see apparitions, they're actually like, I, I have a lot of dream visitations. Yeah. Same like people visit me and I see them in my dreams. Um, but in my awake state, I have, I like feel energies and yep. I can sense like the emotions or the, their intent. Um, and I often like will hear things. So like I'll, you know, I think all growing up, my parents thought there was something wrong with me. But from since I was really little, um, up until I think maybe 14 years old, there wasn't one night that I didn't wake up and woke my parents up and ended up sleeping with them in their bed because I was so scared. Right. And it was because I would always wake up to like, um, like the sound of like whispers in my ear and not even like in my dream. And then I'd wake up and be like, what happened? Like I was fully awake already because I sensed there was somebody or something there in the room with me. Yeah. And I would hear them whisper in my ear or hear just these disembodied footsteps pacing around my room or just like that. <laughs> like that when the air is just full of energy, sometimes yeah. it wasn't I don't know. You're making sound. me chill. You just, yeah. You can just like feel it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So, had experiences um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've definitely, I, I even had, I don't know who, what it was. I had something that just, this was just last year. Um, something or somebody like hanging out with me on my commute to work every morning. I just always felt the energy in the backseat. Oh yeah. You're and telling I just me about wanted that. To, yeah. I just wanted to ignore it and see if it would go away. And um, I guess it was getting impatient because it was like a couple weeks of the straight and I just wouldn't pay it any mind. And it literally yanked a lock of my hair from the backseat. Nope. Not having that. <laughs> and I, I'm like, mm. and that's like the moment where I was like, you are no longer welcome here. I banish you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Like, no thanks. See, I feel like I feel like you do get a, get to a point, especially when they're persistent or you've been like f sensing them for more than a few days. You get kind of 
upset. You get mad. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't wait to like talk about like uh, your haunting. And someone else mentioned that you like worked at a, a haunted store. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to work at um, the Hotel Petaluma. Mm-hmm. And that building well I didn't work at the hotel but they had like these storefronts that were connected to their lobby that they rented out to different businesses and um so I worked at this really cute like home goods shop um she makes amazing candles shout out Julia at truck and barter she's now she no longer has that shop but pretty much it's a part of the hotel and it was built in the 20s um I've had people come in and tell me their experiences about like their guests at the hotel. And they tell me that there's like none, a nun that started yelling at them in the middle of the night in Mm -hmm. their room. Um, I had a little girl come in and she's like looking around. She must've been five years old, like Kaylin's age. Um, And she was just like, this place is creepy. (laughs) And the mom was like so embarrassed because she like (laughs) thinks that this little girl's offense, her daughter's offending me. And I like didn't mind. I'm like, whatever, kids are kids. She's like, no, honey, like this isn't the store. Isn't it really cute? It's so pretty. That sounds like something Kaylin would say. Just straight up like this place is real creepy, mom. (laughs) Like, let's go. (laughs) Well, it was crazy. It was just like this girl's like looking around and she's just like shaking her head. And she's like, I don't like all the people here. (gasps) And it was literally just me, the mom and the girl. And she's like looking all around as if there's more people. Man, what a sensitive kid. I know. Yeah. Um, another time I was in like the basement part of the store. Uh-uh, I can't have a, our, our back room, quote unquote, was actually like a basement level. So you go down these really steep stairs and um, I was down there and I literally saw this was the, one of the few times I've actually seen something. Um, and it was just like these legs going down the stairs, like nope. almost like a residual energy nope. kind of thing. Ah. But like as the because I saw it in the corner of my eye and I turned and I thought it was the shop owner's husband or something because it looked like a like the legs and pants and I shoes cry. of a man. I would just but cry. then as it kept going down the stairs, then like nothing above the waist showed up. And I'm like, oh and then it eventually like kind of faded out. No. Like as soon as you meant I'm like No. As soon as you said uh basement, I was I was done. I'm like I don't want any I hate I hate basements. I can't stand any stories with them. I don't know how we're gonna do the spooky sods because I'm gonna be like done. <laughs> okay. I have like way too many paranormal I know. I know you I feel like that it'll be like, it'll be good it'll... though. Like I feel like uh we'll dedicate we'll dedicate dedicate certain uh certain stories to certain episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so not only will we be talking about witchcraft, witchy stuff, right? On this I was, podcast, yeah. But, yeah, we want to focus on paranormal, um, talking about true crime, famous paranormal stuff, true crime. Mm-hmm. We'll also have listener episodes, which we're really stoked about. Yeah, I love that um, because I always find like the the funnest stories are from just like people's experiences. Yeah, because they're real. Sometimes better than the you know oh this famous haunted mansion and those like the history and the stories of those are totally cool and we'll totally cover that probably but yeah i love hearing people's like personal experiences of the paranormal yeah i'm really excited about that too yeah so i feel like the first experience i ever had with like the paranormal was when i was like four i might have been like three actually when it happened but um i uh 
I was playing with my sister and my sister was uh, throwing me up in the air and kind of carrying me around. And this was outside and um, she tripped on a rock and she basically like let go of me or dropped me on the Mm -hmm. back of my head. And um, I, (laughs) yeah, uh, it was, you know, like, uh, gosh, I'm I'm losing my English, but um, the steps. Are you going to start reverting to Dutch? Oh, gosh. Now or? (laughs) <laughs> if i could i feel like my dutch is even bad now it's been it's been so long since i've um since i've uh had someone to, to speak it with that like i i just lose language now when i'm having those moments i'm like what are words um but yeah on a sidewalk you know like that little yeah that little like thing my head hit the sidewalk like the the curb the curb like the, the actual curb yeah. part of it yeah so the, the back of my head and um my mom said i was dead for like four minutes and then I ended up coming back and in between that time my mom had like called an ambulance and of course the ambulance hadn't gotten there in time I was in her arms dead that's what she said um but uh I remember like to this day I remember like the experience I had and what I saw like I and this and it's it's kind of crazy because I'm not I'm not religious like I'm I mean I'm if anything I'm like kind of pagan but uh, I don't really consider myself like Christian or anything. And this is something that like I've struggled with because of this experience. But um, it's like kind of one of the most impactful experiences I've ever had. And uh, so during that time, like I remember looking look, like being outside of my body, looking down at my body and my soul was being carried by two angels. Wow. Yeah. And they like brought me back to my my body. It was like the weirdest experience. And it's so How hard. did you know they were angels? <sighs> it's well, I mean, like, that's kind of what I mean, I grew up Christian, right? So right. I had this idea of that th- that's what it was, because it, it made sense in my head the way they looked. They were very bright. They had very like beautiful faces. But like, I, I couldn't quite look at them because they were so bright. And I remember mm-hmm. just thinking like, like, I remember describing it to my mom. And my mom was like, Oh, those were angels. And um, you know, now looking back, like, I don't know what I would call it. Cause I don't know for sure that it was an angel, but I, I'm also not in this mindset that like, that wasn't angels. It could have been, um, but maybe not in the sense that like they're God's angels. I don't know. I know that I don't, I know that you're Christian, but I'm not. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like I kind of take from all kinds of different, um, what is it called? Religions. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I kind of accept everything and so I'm not opposed to the idea that it, they were angels. I just remember that experience very vivid, very vividly and struggle with it because it's like, well, what was that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's I love that story. I'm so glad they brought you back. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if I was just like, nah, just can we just go? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm a dead girl. I never came back. <laughs> yeah Um, it was pretty intense it was a very intense uh uh, experience and I still I just still remember it um so yeah that was one of the first ones and then after that like uh I'd never really seen anything um like never seen a spirit or anything but always felt entities uh Mm -hmm. definitely feel like shadow people like shadow people all the time um I have really bad sleep paralysis like super bad sleep paralysis uh you know still to this day I'll have like multiple uh multiple episodes i don't know if you've ever experienced that but it's fucking worst um like a handful of times yeah uh oh, we, I think and we it ta- is the worst yeah 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 because i talked about we talked about that one time that i 
was watching myself yeah. stuck in sleep paralysis. But you, that that's <laughs> kind of felt like you were talking about like a, what is it called? Astral projection. But uh, either astral projection or I got into the consciousness of like whatever entity was causing my sleep paralysis yeah. because during it I was like floating like almost pacing but I was really in the air so I could feel myself floating like a pendulum back and forth but like watching myself and feeling like this really sinister energy like meaning harm to me yeah which was very confusing because I'm like well that's me yeah and why am I feeling these things right and so I don't I can't really explain it it's very it was really weird because it's like I'm out of body and I'm also in somebody else's like body or thought process it was very very weird yeah I remember like talking about it and like not knowing like when you first said it I was like oh you were astral projecting but then like when you associated like the feelings that you were having it felt like maybe you were definitely seeing through the entity's eyes which is that's pretty like intense itself you know yeah and it was around the time when I was I think being haunted or I guess like is being haunted by a demon is that the proper word i think Um, targeted yeah targeted (laughs) or like an entity had attached itself to you is what happened yeah it was something that had attached itself it delivered its message and then as soon as it did it left that was it okay i can't wait to like hear the full story i'm building up so much i know i'm just like i need i need this like (laughs) there's so much um i've noticed that for me though gosh dreams are huge because yep I think that was the first time that from there I was like 17 or 18 from there I started having a lot of dream visitations because this entity was affecting my dreams and it would present itself in my dreams Mm -hmm. um and then of course I have uh I've been very fortunate um up until a few years ago that most of my life I did not know death like I I hadn't lost anybody until um, I lost uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine who was my first love. And I feel so grateful for whatever that scary experience was when I was 18 that awoke that that like ability for my dreams to be so strong and to be able to connect to entities through my dreams because he was able to visit me after he passed. And that was probably like one of the few very very positive experiences with the paranormal that I've had it was just so lovely and he was glowing and it was I'll get into it I think another time um because I don't want to just only talk about myself but (laughs) yeah um no I love hearing about your experience I think like that's another reason why I really love the fact that we're doing this together because like I've had my own experiences and I could talk all day about them, but I want to hear about yours. You know, I'm I'm really excited to to delve deeper into that and like just yeah. to, you know, I mean, because dreams are dreams are so intense. And that's something I think that was like our first idea for a podcast is like dreams. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we both have like such crazy experiences. Like like I know you've you've been visited by people that you you know or people that have passed that, you know, and like I have very similar experiences, but not with people that I know it's always like people that end up getting murdered (laughs) so it's like seeing seeing through their eyes and Mm. um it's I mean I still don't really know I don't have like a grasp as to why I'm I'm seeing those things but 
or like how to control it. But, uh, but yeah, dreams are pretty intense. I can't wait to like have an episode just based on that. That'll be super fun. That would be sick. Yeah. yeah. I love dreams. Um, and even just like, even if it's not an actual dream visitation, but just like the symbolism in your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, like what it means when, you know, there are spiders in your dreams or what it means if you can smell or if you have glass in your mouth and you know, there's all these different meanings and it is very personal to each individual. Like right. it's really based off of what those things mean to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, presenting themselves in your dreams, but it's cool how there's kind of like this overarching theme consistent symbolism with some of these things oh yeah definitely like if you look up like oh what's the symbolism for the number four you're gonna get all kinds Mm -hmm. of different like you know and uh, I think the thing about dreams is that um sometimes you have nonsensical ones that just like are just like that was weird but what I'm talking about and what I think you're talking about are the dreams that really are impactful and like you end up like yeah. really noticing something like something really stands out and you're just like, why the fuck was I dreaming about like a hummingbird, you know? And then if you mm-hmm. look up hummingbird and like the symbolism of that, you'll see like it's connected to your ancestors and it's connected to family and it's also connected to happiness. And um, I love that. Like I could probably get into symbolism like for like a long time. <laughs> that's why we almost made a podcast of it because it's just like it's so intriguing to the both of us yeah the names that we were like thinking of in your dreams or or just like they were so some of them were really like okay ball. yeah yeah no I'm, I'm glad we we ended up going this route because I feel like we have um the opportunity to really talk about different different aspects of um because if you think about it like dream interpretation is a form of divination like it that which oh, is yeah. witchcraft <laughs> so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm really really excited freud we're looking at you <laughs> closet witch <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much uh yeah yeah oh you know what i was going to ask just so that way our listeners can can know uh so what is your uh, type of witchcraft or what is something that you that you're oh, doing right now that you're right. learning so about. my bomb that I dropped way earlier yeah. I'm a green witch <laughs> 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 this is my coming out episode apparently <laughs> um yeah so I what what was the word that you used like you got um, you got to come closer to your microphone oh what was the word that you, you what was the word that you used for like young oh witches. yeah so let me which, was it, hold on le- hold, no i'm okay i'm gonna just say something real fast that's gonna piss <laughs> a lot of people off and it's okay i am not a fan of the term baby witch i'm just not i'm not saying you can't use it i'm not saying that like if you use it you're wrong i just don't i don't personally enjoy that term i like witchling Witchling is a cute word. That was the one that you yeah. was so adorable. Yeah, it reminded just, me of like starling, <sighs> witchling. I just feel like uh, I don't like terms that undermine your power. And I feel like when you say like, oh, I'm a baby witch. It's like, well, how long have you been practicing? Oh, I've been practicing for five years, but I'm a baby witch. It's like, no, bitch, you're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're not a baby witch. You're a witch. You just you're you're still practicing. So I feel like witchling is just a better in my opinion it's just a better term uh well i would consider myself a witchling because i am very early on in my craft yeah um but yes i'm a green witch and 
I have always felt like very connected uh, to nature, to animals, particularly birds. I freaking love birds. Um, just, oh, my, my spirit animal is a California scrub jay, and they're really prevalent um, in the area that I live in. And it's insane because I just discovered that there is a scrub jay family with a bird's like a little nest full of little chickies growing in a tree in my backyard. And I went out just today and put some raspberries and blackberries for them to help <laughs> to help the the oh, papa so bird cute. and mama bird feed their babies because <laughs> every time i would see the um the papa bird because that's the one that's the most colorful one and it's usually the one that's most out and about um he would always come back with like a seed and i'm like yo i'm gonna help you bring home that bacon <laughs> so I, <laughs> I just like put out exactly three raspberries and two blackberries <laughs> and i'm like this is a feast for y'all and i checked back earlier and he grabbed one of the blackberries so today was a good day oh that's so good <laughs> look how sweet you are <laughs> <laughs> anyways um <laughs> i'll talk a little about how i got into yeah craft um well i guess like growing up other than always feeling connected to nature um i just like always felt connected to water is a really important element to me. I think being from Dominican Republic and um, having that background of like the ocean, I've always really loved the ocean. And um, what really got me into witchy stuff was basically I was starting to have like those nightly visitations that I told you about that would like keep me up until I was like 14 or sometimes even 18 years old. I was in like, what's the word? I don't know, like remission, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Like they hadn't visited me in a while. And I think it's because I closed my, like, just my senses off from that part right. of me, that sensitivity. I just kind of, I was so done because all of my experience had, experiences had only been negative and it was very scary for me. So I'm just like, I'm just going to pretend like it doesn't exist. And after a while it worked, I didn't sense anything, but then they started coming back. And I went to the psychic. She really helped me through some some issues. And she told me that basically like I am a beacon. And the reason why I've just been plagued with all these visitations is because, you know, they're not always bad. Obviously, they're scary because they're entities I don't recognize. Again, I don't have a lot of people that I've lost to death. Um, and so it would be like a stranger in my room. That was the feeling that I would get. But it's, she said that I'm, I'm a beacon and these entities are probably beings that are trying to pass on, but they see your light and they're just like, like moth to a flame. Yeah. And so she sent me to a crystal shop. I got my crystal. I got my sage <laughs> and it really, it really helped. Will you, and will you uh, share with everybody what crystal you got? I already know, but can you share with everybody what crystal you got? Oh, I got three crystals. Um, I got rose quartz, black tourmaline, and moonstone were the three that I gravitated towards. Um, I liked the moonstone because it helped me open up kind of that intuitive right. shadow side of myself. And because um, I wanted to kind of awaken that, I felt like after that session with the the psychic medium, like I felt really empowered. 
um, the rose quartz, I just, I'm like, I need, I need healing. I need like self love. And then the black tourmaline, just like bitches stay away. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not welcome here. If you're not going to be of love and light. Right. Much. Right. Yeah. Um, I've since very much expanded my crystal collection. Um, and I've also been really into teas. So I love like herbalism and coming up with different blend, um, coming up with different blends of like herbs. And so I just, I love teas. I love like magical teas and using herbs and things from the earth as influences and elements in my craft. Green witch, a green Green witch over here. (laughs) Um, But I also recently, very recently gotten into tarot and that's been fun. I'm not as intuitive as Miss Melanie over here. I'm I'm still learning too, so you're just so much more like you're more advanced than I am well I I like I so I got my tarot card my first tarot deck and I did the whole interview thing and I called Melanie I'm like I don't think she likes me (laughs) well because I got the tower and I got the devil and I got this it's so easy to like see tarot cards and be like oh my god I have the devil like what the heck does this mean it's like well actually um yeah yeah yeah. but we figured that out your deck was fine (laughs) your deck was like look we're gonna we're gonna be good for each other yeah yeah I've been talking way too much I'm such a chatterbox oh no I love it about you I feel like yeah we've talked enough about me so I'm just gonna sit here and no because then I'll just get awkward no I'm kidding um but you uh, will. But it's fine. <laughs> no, I I am. I'm very awkward. I'm so sorry to our <laughs> listeners for those. Mo- I'm going to try to She's going to say that a lot. She's going to say sorry a ton. Uh, I haven't <laughs> really said it that much. No, you've, you've been I've been good. good. I'm trying to have some... Con- Look, I'm wearing my citrine stone today. I've got confidence, nice. y'all. Um, nice. Yeah. So I guess like my journey with uh, witchcraft sort of started... I mean, it's, I've, I think we'll talk about this in probably um, an upcoming episode, just how how <laughs> you'll see, like when you're when you're thinking like, am I a witch? Uh, am I into witchcraft? Like you've probably been doing like witchy things for a while and you just didn't realize it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's kind of like where I feel like you and I kind of um, uh we both have like very similar experiences in that. And it was so easy for us to transition into like witchcraft because of that. But, um, I guess like I had this one night where I was, I was, I was having uh, sleep paralysis, some, some issues with sleep paralysis. And I woke up and I was still in my boyfriend's room. <laughs> um, but the room had changed. It was suddenly like this weird, different dimension. Like the doors had turned into like outer space it was very weird um and i'd never experienced anything like this in my my entire life and i've had sleep paralysis like my my whole life um but this was such a different experience and suddenly there was like this big giant black dog that came into the room and at first i just thought it was like a like a regular dog but then it was like big and menacing and had like a very like overwhelming evil feeling to- towards it. Like I just, I just couldn't, yeah. <laughs> it was just a-, a lot. And, uh, I must've been shaking or talking or something because as soon as that dog started walking or it, well, it felt like it was walking towards me, Andrew, my boyfriend woke me up. So I immediately was just like, 
what the hell did I just see? Like, I obviously didn't like that was not so that wasn't a delusion. You know, that wasn't something insane. Yeah, it was really intense. Like it was a really intense uh, experience. And um, I remember I talked to my friend Avery. Shout out to Avery. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was like, look, man, like, I don't know what's up. And uh, she was like, yeah, it sounds like a a death omen. And I was like, yeah, that's what it felt like. And she was like, "Okay, let's uh, let's do a protection spell for you. I'll do a protection spell for you. And I was like, "Okay, I'll do one, too. And, uh, and then she kind of, um, gave me some, some helpful tips on how to like keep myself protected. And I think that's when I, I finally was like, okay, like I'm going to get into this. And I I don't think even at that point I was like, I'm a witch. I think I was just into the idea of witchcraft and, um, I was too afraid to like take on that title. I feel like you're just, you know, just saying that like, oh, I'm a witch. It just feels when you're starting off, it feels weird because you're, you're told from such a young age that which witches are not real. (laughs) You're, you're literally growing up with people saying like, first it's not real. And if it is, if you do think it's real, it's wrong. So I think it just, I, I struggled internally for a long time with that. Um, and then after that experience, I kind of really embraced it. And then, uh, yeah, so here we are now. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting thing to, point out is the whole thing of like because I didn't even know until maybe a year or two ago that people actually considered themselves as witches witches yeah um and not to be like I don't want to offend anybody but to me at the time I'm not like this anymore but I it was like the same as like you telling me like I identify as a mermaid and no bitch you're human yeah yeah no it's it is it feels you know but it because we're raised like witches are just in fairy tales and they're always the villain yeah um unless you're watching you know Sabrina the Teenage Witch or you know Bewitched you know where they get to be these cute blondes that are all clumsy and I'm just trying to figure it out and um yeah to actually bring it to um not I guess mainstream it is trending people are becoming I was just aware of it I was just about to say yeah yeah I feel like uh it's so funny on TikTok all these witches are like it's a mass awakening and I'm like calm down (laughs) it's not that people are people are just learning about it because we're you know uh nowadays we just we have the, the technology to to get these messages across and I think people are more open-minded um, at this mm-hmm. point in life to be like, okay, well, that's possible. Like maybe that is a possibility. And then when you see like what witches actually like practice, you're like, oh, they like worship trees and the moon. Like that makes sense, I guess. Like it's right and they there. Just, Why like, not? Love the earth and are yeah. trying to heal people. <clears throat> yeah. Like there's, there, it's so, fu- it's just so funny. And you know, it's also funny is that like that experience I had with that death omen, like now looking back, like, because I'm so much further along in my path. I'm like, oh, that death omen probably wasn't as like menacing as I thought it was. Uh, well, I wonder if those things can be kind of like when the death card comes up or the yeah. death, like where it's like it, it is a warning of something, but it's, it's not literally death. That's exactly my my thought process. It's like it's like when you don't know it's 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 also funny when we'll talk more about this when we have our um, spooky episodes and that kind of thing. But uh, it's so easy to like look at like a like a shadow person and be like, oh my god, that shadow person's so scary. Um, but what if it wasn't scary? What if it's what if it is a a soul that's trapped and it's confused, mm-hmm. and we're just seeing it, 
you know, and we're afraid because we don't understand it. And it's afraid of us because yeah. it doesn't understand what's going what what's going on with it either. I think what shadow people have like going against them is just that they present themselves like they're like this black cloud. And for us in society, like black is viewed as evil, evil darkness, bad, yeah. just bad, bad, bad. And I know um, people that have seen shadow people and experienced that. And it was actually like, and I think I heard of one story where it was actually like somebody's grandpa and it, like he couldn't like his apparition couldn't be more than just like his silhouette black, but his eyes came through yeah. and that's how she knew it was her grandpa or this other gal where she saw her like late mother floating over her in bed and she like knew it was her mom because she could feel her mother's presence, but it was like this black cloud. If that had happened to me, I'd have shat my pants. Like, seriously, I would have peed. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm okay crazy. seeing like people's partial legs and for like fleeting moments. I can handle that. <laughs> nope. I feel like like I, the cat that I saw at your house. Oh, oh yeah, totally. You know what? So I was telling, uh, I was telling you after after you told me that you saw that like ghost cat that my daughter was like. Last night I woke up and there were two Lunas on my bed. Luna's our cat. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this was like days after you told me there was this, like a ghost cat in the house. And I'm like, this is not this. Okay. Makes sense, I guess. I'm just going to have to accept it. <laughs> we got a ghost yeah. cat. <laughs> you got a ghost cat. Yeah. I mean, it kind of does make sense because Luna does get crazy, uh, crazy around like nighttime. And like, sometimes it sounds like she's near my bed. And I'll look and she's not there at all. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's the ghost cat. Like I'm more like makes more mm-hmm. sense now instead of being like, is it a fucking, what is it? You know? Oh, it's the cat. It's the ghost one. What's so creepy, y'all, is that like, so it was like, ugh, all right, this Give whole it to me. idea for the podcast <laughs> started when I went over, like, so Melanie lives like two and a half hours away from me and I hadn't seen her. Oh my God. It like three years Months? it no I, I felt years? like it felt like at least a year I felt I like it had been three like years close to me in my heart <laughs> but you know it had been so long since we had seen each other um and I'm just like screw it I'm just gonna go and visit you and it was Friday the 13th <laughs> yes Friday the 13th I was there for like five minutes and we're hanging out in your kitchen and I just given Kaylin a present because I'm trying to buy her love and the <laughs> garage door the door to the garage is you know adjacent it was like in their kitchen yeah and it just like opens on its own and and I just had this feeling where it wasn't just the vacuum effect it was weird like yeah it just felt weird yeah and Kaylin's like mom there's a ghost and you're just immediately like it's just the vacuum effect it's fine it's fine <laughs> and then later we're sitting at the kitchen table and um I think you weren't there I think it was just me and Andrew like I think you had gone yeah. to the bathroom or something yep. and in the corner of my eye I saw like black these black and white feet of a cat like going towards like making like a beeline like running through that garage door right and when I looked at it I turned and I think that Andrew might have seen it maybe Andrew let me know if you did he he, I don't know he's like oh okay there's a there's a ghost cat but I don't think he'd ever like he'd ever he'll he'll never be like yeah I saw that well like I saw it 
And then Melanie came back out and I'm like, y'all have a ghost cat. <laughs> and, then, and Melanie's like, oh, really? Cool. Interesting. And then she like gave me the tour of the house because my first time at her house. And there was like this boarded up mm -hmm. cat door from the previous owners. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the previous owner's cat haunting you yeah I don't, or it's residual energy i don't know yeah i feel like that cat is just chilling with luna like i feel like okay so what oh, happened was a buddy. yeah when we moved to this place um we took her from andrew's parents and you know andrew andrew's parents have like so many cats they've got like a hundred cats at their house and uh luna is quote unquote andrew's cat um and andrew really wanted to take luna with to the to the house and i was super into that because you know her name is luna and luna is moon <laughs> and our house is like the moon house so i was really excited about that um but as soon as she got here she was like where the hell are the other cats and she would be like meowing so i think she oh. i think she kind of brought that spirit in or if it was just chilling in the house it's it, like it attracted yeah to... exactly yeah i feel like it was luna's doing because she was lonely oh <laughs> but Sweet i like luna. that it's sweet Sweet I fat know. round Luna. She's oh, <laughs> she's so cute. She's so fat. She is, and she's so round. Oh my god, I love fat cats. <laughs> fat cats are my favorite. She's not like scary obese. Before I anyone mean, like is like you're abusing your cat. No, no. no. She's, we she's we're fine. trying. She's just she's a little curvy. Yeah, we're trying to keep. We're trying to get her to like not be or not eat as much but it's really hard and she she will keep meowing at you until she gets food like as soon as her bowl <laughs> is empty she's like bitches feed me and <laughs> like my boyfriend andrew is just he's he's got so much uh what is it patience and mm -hmm. he doesn't show uh frustration very easily but i feel like luna really gets on his nerves when like he's trying to sleep <laughs> and at three o'clock in the morning she's like hey food <laughs> <laughs> feed me bitch <laughs> but yeah okay well i feel like i'm talked out how do you feel i feel like we've covered all we've wanted to cover for our intro episode yeah. oh if you if you it's made it this far <laughs> if hi <you> mom <laughs> i i don't know even i'm just kidding my mom doesn't know how to work apple podcasts <laughs> So hi, no one. <laughs> oh my gosh! What if she does though? I'll I'll show her how to how to do podcasts. Is she gonna be Is she gonna be happy about um the podcast or how do you feel like your parents are gonna feel? It'll be interesting. I hope that this will be an educational tool, not just for other aspiring or current witches, but other people who don't understand what it is to be a witch and I would really love to no pun intended dispel that association <laughs> of like <laughs> oh that was smooth dispel. <laughs> oh my gosh um that association of just negative and like antichrist because the truth is I am not I mean I am Christian I have a Catholic background and I do integrate god and jesus christ into my practice and there are plenty of other witches that they have their own religions that are totally like secular yep. to their craft yep. or sometimes they weave it in like i do because i believe that for me like 
my belief is that all these energies and all these spirits are really manifestations of God's power and God's love. So for me, that's how I like, but that's like my terminology for it. Right. That's like me putting a name to it. Yeah. It's all the same thing. It all comes from the same place. We just all have different interpretations and names for it, I think. Yeah. And I'm really excited. Like, I think that's another thing that made me really excited about our podcast is that like our viewpoints are so different, but we're still on the same page. And I think that's really what witchcraft is about. Like you can be a Christian witch and it's okay. Like you're not a bad Christian because you practice witchcraft. Like you, it, it it isn't the same thing like you're not evil because yeah. you know you're we're not pregnant. playing god here yeah either like it's not yeah i think that's another thing that people are scared of like aren't you trying to play god isn't that sinful yeah no it, but, it that's just no. people that are uneducated they don't know what witchcraft is about and um it's fear you know and i think that that's that just goes into like when you educate yourself and you get more uh knowledge on the subject it, you're not as scared anymore that's it, just the way life is so i'm hoping that we can shed light on that and then people will not look at uh you know christian witches as like a, a an mm-hmm. anomaly it'll be like oh that makes sense you know yeah yeah and aside from witchy stuff um we just also really love talking about ghost stories <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be talking about that as well as some true crime mm-hmm. and so um we're like the cadence like our schedule that we're gonna do um is every sunday and wednesday and sundays this is my like alliteration (laughs) we came up with this alliteration to help our listeners remember so spooky sundays are gonna be about witchy slash true or no no i I, you fucked it up (laughs) fire me you had one job you had one job (laughs) (laughs) shit um no okay spooky sundays are when we talk about ghost stories there you go and true crime (laughs) oh my god you got it and then witchy wednesdays are when we talk about witchcraft and spirituality gonna get the witchcraft on Uh, uh, and uh. every 13th of the month we will release our listener episode so email us and tell us your sexiest i mean are your spookiest stories (laughs) wrong podcast uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I got I got kind of excited there for a second when I said it and I was like wait no 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 wrong abort, abort. Oh. <laughs> um so yeah like let's plug our channels oh um, yeah we you, have a- this is you this is your thing okay so check out our website, website. the new witches.com the new witches uh the new witches the nueva witches <laughs> the new witches and we're pretty much the new witches on all social networks okay. so instagram at the new witches twitter at the new witches facebook you can search for the new witches podcast and on our website we have a form for you to submit your uh, ghost slash true crime slash witchy story or if you have a question for us that'd be cool too if you have a listener question um or you can email us at the new witches at gmail.com email us we like emails we like, like attention. Love us. Love us. Validate us. <laughs> I need validation. Tell us we're not too awkward. Well, thank you so much um, to whoever is out there listening. Hopefully or... we still have listeners at this point. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> they're like, peace out. And they're like, well, this is not what we signed up for. <laughs> like, fuck these girls. <laughs> I am out. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you. 
we haven't really agreed on like some sort of outro saying i don't know for me i love just saying love and light oh gosh see i'm like love and light see i can't i can't with that i don't know why (laughs) like i mean because that's like no i works for me you know what's so funny it's like i get what what do you say well Um, yeah so i was just thinking like when you said it love and dim light (laughs) Gray tone and dim lighting. <laughs> uh, you know, on TikTok, all these girls will like, uh, they'll say like, "Oh, blessed be," and it's like, I don't want a blessing either. Like, I don't know I what don't it is. Like that. See, and I, I like, I like love and light, but I also don't like love and light. It's like I just want. Should like, we be like, stay witchy? What about like, oh God, I saw something. We should have talked about this before. I know. I know. I want something badass. I don't want to love and light. You're making fun of me. No, now. no. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean I to. like love and light. Okay. Very much. Right. It is very cheesy, though. No. People say that. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's a good thing. I feel like I'm. I feel like people are going to be like, she's a bad witch. Um, at the end of this, like, don't follow that bitch. <laughs> Melanie's like, I wish you many inconveniences. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, all right. I think uh, on that note, we Let's should just d- say stay witchy. Stay witchy. There we go. Y'all, please stick with us. Stay witchy. <laughs>